Welcome to the Author's Porch, where every good conversation happens. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride from author to author. We want to give you an experience where you learn and enjoy the conversation. Authors tell you about their journey, you learn about new books, and at the end of the day, you go home with a smile on your face because the Author's Porch is a beacon of light bringing you home to the family you never knew you had. We hope that you enjoy the show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Author's Porch, our double header for the day. Super excited for this one uh, because I've known dames for a little while now. Um, You are watching, listening, hearing, all that good stuff uh, to the author's porch. I'm doing it again. I'm having that blank moment I told you about. What is going on? And I have my <laughs> notes this time like up on screen. It must be a day. Well, we are the place where every great conversation happens. And it happens because we trusted Brendan and Bomzi and Master Talk to show us the power of effective communication. We also make sure we have a great cup of coffee from Third Day Coffee Seguin, a Christ-centered, veteran-owned coffee company today. On the show, we have Dames Handsome. How are you doing, Dames? I'm doing all right, especially for, uh, considering the time here. <laughs> right? Like when um, when the ladies told me that it was going to be 2 a.m. in Korea for you, I was like, oh, my gosh, he's getting on at 2 a.m. I feel so bad. And I'm the one messing up my words. Like, what? <laughs> well, I have plenty of coffee in me right now, so it's keeping me very very uh focused i think or i hope anyways well we'll see if i start getting tired and start slurring words or something but well, that that's okay yeah. you're not gonna be you're never gonna be worse than me i tell all of my guests that you're never going to be more messed up on live tv than me so you're always going to be wonderful that's a good <laughs> that's good to hear yes <laughs> So guys, let me give you a little bit of information about Dames because I've had the pleasure of um, getting to know about Dames through the um, many different avenues and things that I deal with in the book world. Also, I've read his book and I've been able to review his book, which is super cool. I had Jingle Books Christmas Party. He was um, in that and me and AG were the co-hosts. So we got to laugh and have a great time with him. And now I get to have him on this show. So I get to have him all to myself and pick his brain, which is super cool because I have uh, children's books that I like to dabble in. So I get to pick his brain and talk to him about that stuff. But Dame's Hansen is coming to us from South Korea, where he is a teacher and he is there with his family. His captivating Fairy Nights children's book series is ideal for creative adults who want to see children in their lives explore, have fun, and level up when they read. And I will tell you, is Fairy Night book, Fairy Nights book and series is a super cool book series because it is so imaginative like I look back to when I was reading it and I was thinking like how the heck did you come up with all these scenarios and characters because mine are very one-sided compared to yours I won't even lie about that like I'm okay with it (laughs) (laughs) well see I get to cheat a little bit because there are uh so many there, there are so many fairy tales and kids' tales that you run into when you're teaching the younger kids. Mm. Um, well, yeah, when, when you teach children, 
you run into so many stories and so many ideas that you've you never would run into otherwise. Mm. So it really does broaden uh, the your tool set. It, it broadens how much you can come up with, I guess. Yeah. 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 And, well, and, and it also helps that every single book in the series, like, well, one of the ideas that, that I hit on upon uh, right away in the beginning was every single book in the series is going to cover three various fairy tales from all over the world. In general, though, the way it's been working so far is there's always one European fairy tale and one Korean fairy tale in there, and then a third one from somewhere else. And oh, those wow. get, yeah, kind of put in there. And uh, it, it makes it really neat. It's a lot of fun because you, you get to you get to experience the fairy tale from within. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm choking on my my own air here. Um, I told you, you're never going to be as goofy or, you know, as me, but I think it's very interesting that you said there's a European fairy tale, a Korean fairy tale, and then one from somewhere else because kids all over the world, they know fairy tales based off of what, where they're at. And one of the fascinating things is what I've traveled the world. You've traveled the world, obviously. And I know that your background, you have a military background as well, like me. Cause I, like I said, I, you know, a little bit of a fangirl. I've, I've known about your books, your works, and I've seen uh, numerous interviews that you've done. And so I know that you've traveled the world when you're in certain parts of the world, you know, you know, like in Germany, you know about those fairy tales, you know about the Christmas markets, you know about certain things. And, but you don't know about, you know, the fairy tales in the United States. So it seems very foreign when you hear those things, but you're incorporating all this in your book. So people are going to be able to learn about it. It's, that's so cool. Yeah. It makes me very happy to let them to, to let people experience the world because there are so many cool stories out there that you will never hear about otherwise. Yeah. Yeah. So how did you learn about all these fairy tales? So let's take it back because here I'm jumping ahead and I'm telling them like, Oh, you guys should already know because I know a little bit of your background. So how did you learn about all these fairy tales in order to incorporate them into your books? That's an excellent question. Uh, let me start with the Korean fairy tales, because mm -hmm. obviously I know the, the Western European ones just because coming from the U.S., etc. Yeah. But uh, the Korean ones, I learned most of those um, earlier on here in Korea when I was learning Korean. Mm -hmm. Because, uh, you know, I didn't have to learn Korean living here. A lot of people uh, who come here don't, to be honest. But it's something that I felt like I should do. Mm -hmm. And when I started doing that, one thing I did was I checked out a lot of children's uh, fairy tale books from the library. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I, I worked through them. Um, honestly, it, it kind of a funny aside here. If you're learning a foreign language, don't start with kids books. Start with like middle school books because kids books have a lot of onomatopoeia. And oh. that always changes in every country. <laughs> oh, wow. Interesting. I would have never known that. I would have thought start with children's books because the language is a little less complicated. Right. The sentences, definitely. But yeah. the onomatopoeia and also the idioms and slang are different. Yeah. And okay. yeah, 
it it it's difficult um <laughs> but that's i learned a lot of fun stories doing that i, I um, can imagine yeah yeah my my favorite's probably uh trying to think back yongam hokbody which uh actually appears a little bit of that one appears in um let me think in the second book of the series because mm -hmm. uh that that's the story of an old man who has a hump and another old man with a hump and the one is good and the other's bad and the bad one's jealous of the good one and he tries to trick him into taking his hump so that he has a double hump oh wow <laughs> oh wow yeah it, yeah that's so bizarre and so fun and so yeah it just kind of stuck with me but uh <laughs> I'm trying to think here of uh, uh, of the words uh, of the onomatopoeia because there's um, what what's the cat say? See, it's too late. It's I can't think of it right now. No, so that's cat... okay. I can't think of most of my words even when it's not late. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll I'll let people look it up. I, uh, the the cat and the the dog both have some very strange noises. I guess mm. the dog makes a little sense because the dog says uh, "mong mong." Oh, yeah. Which do you know? If you bend it a little bit, you're just kind of like, okay, maybe. Uh -huh. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Uh, but the the cat says something crazy, and I just can't think of it right now. Yeah, leave that one. But yes, that that's how I know the the Korean ones. And um, when you're teaching, like when I first came here, I started teaching kindergarten, and then I kind of broadened, and now I teach the whole range. Um, I, I teach all the way from kindergarten up through into university age. I also oh, wow. teach at the university. Yes, yeah, so every age in between. And you you uh, do run into tales from other countries when you are teaching these various uh, these various language books. Like they, they a lot of them like to incorporate tales from other other nations. Um, mm. And like I'm trying to think what what the majority is like uh, from other countries, I'd say majority, probably West African. Um, you know, you get the you get the kind of Hispania, yeah. Thing, um, not a lot of East Africa, which is kind of strange, I guess. Russian, yeah. there's a lot of Russian tales, which are different than from the Western European. They they get kind of brutal. Yeah, Baba Yaga and all that stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've heard those tales. I thought that was—I didn't know that that was Russian. I thought that was more. Um, I didn't, I thought Baba Yaga was like Romanian. Oh, it could be maybe. Um, I, I think it might know. be both. You know how they kind of overlap. Eastern European areas. is or yes. is, is kind of all. Yeah, I totally get that. There's so many of those fairy tales. How do you pick which ones go into your book, though? That is difficult. I, oh, I don't have it here right now. I, I just had to look. Oh, it's behind me. I'm not about to jump off screen and grab it. <laughs> I, I have a pile of hardcover fairy tale books oh, wow. that I use. I, I use them to uh, to teach students. Okay. And on the side, I also, whenever I'm going to sit down and try to think of a new story idea, uh -huh. I will go through them and I will think, okay, the, the characters, Chingu, right? Um, Omabel, Hamster Rick, what would they do in yeah. this fairy tale? And how entertaining is that? Okay. That that's that that's my criteria. I go through and I'm like, okay, well, I guess three criteria because every book also needs to have a moral. 
Yeah. It needs to have a lesson, right, for, for the kids. So those are my criteria. How entertaining would it be to see them try to make this fairy tale happen? Mm -hmm. uh, what can we learn from them and from, uh, from well, in general, Chingu making some sort of mistake that a kid normally would do, right? What, yeah, what can yeah. we learn from that? <laughs> um, so yeah, that's what I do. It's this big brick because they're hardcovers. <laughs> they're really heavy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. One of the things I absolutely loved with your books, the stories are fantastic, but the illustrations are as well. They're hands down fantastic. And I know during the Jingle Books uh, Christmas party that that you and your illustrator, you guys both came on together and your guys's banter back and forth and just conversation. Me and AG were just like, step <laughs> back and let them go because you guys were absolutely hilarious. I was like, do we have to? I just want to sit and listen to them all day. Where did you find your illustrator? We actually, um, we, we met at a D&D &D game. That's um, a role-playing tabletop game. Uh -huh. And uh, I was invited to play with that group. Uh, they're all university uh, professors at a different university than mine. And okay. I knew one of them, and he invited me to come uh, play the game with them. Mm -hmm. And, it, you know, it's, it's a level-up game, just like uh, Fairy Nights is a level-up uh, story, right? Yeah. So we, we are those types of people. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, we, it's we, fascinating. Yeah, it, it's a lot of fun. We, we met up, um, have played the game together, had a lot of fun doing that. I absolutely knew... When it came time, when, when I had finally decided that I was going to publish this story, the, the first one we're talking about here way back when, I absolutely knew who I was going to talk to about it, who I wanted to uh, make the cover for it, right? And that was him. And, of course, he surprised me by actually reading everything and liking it and then asking me if he could make pictures for it because oh, it wasn't originally going to be illustrated. I I That wasn't... Like I was having a hard enough time deciding if I was going to publish it. Oh, wow. <laughs> so your dream wasn't always to be an author. No. Well, when I was much younger, I had that idea, like when I was in high school. But after I went to the army and, you know, and living on base, doing the army stuff, uh, being out in the field and then, you know, yada, yada, et cetera, et cetera, like, as they say on the internet, real life got in the way. Right? <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that, I kind of, it just kind of left my radar and I, I moved on and did other stuff. Mm -hmm. And it came back. It, it, um, it came back with this, like the, the kid series came back all because of, well, I've talked about it in other interviews, but I'll, I'll say it. I'll say the quick version here. It all came back because I had so much fun playing uh, playing the RPG that I made for my wife and my son mm. that I wrote down the notes of everything that happened wow. and ended up making that into the first book. The first book is, is a game that I made for us all to play together at the table. And the, the characters... Oma Bell and Chingu. Uh, Chingu are, is my son, and uh, Oma Bell is my wife, mm -hmm. and their actions are pretty true to what happened in the game. Like with their actions yeah. in the book, yeah. Wow. So That's after I wrote, cool. 
Yeah, I, I wrote that up. And uh, the reason I wrote the notes was because I just didn't want to forget. It was one of those moments where mm. when I'm 70 years old, I want to be able to look back through and, oh, yeah, this happened. This was such an amazing moment in my life. And then uh, my son was having some anxiety issues with uh, not being good enough. Mm -hmm. And that itself is its own story. But, you know, I wanted to address that. And the, the first thing we tend to do as adults is uh, sit the children down and tell them, try to be logical about it and explain <laughs> right. it all. And yeah. that doesn't really stick. Yeah. I mean, kids will just, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day it's the same problem. So I ended up uh, adding that anxiety, not being good enough into the notes and turning it all into a story and that I could read to him at night. And he was able to experience his problem happening to Chingu in the story. And mm -hmm. that had a very different effect. Um, it actually stuck. He, he wow. actually, it, it made sense to him, like being able to watch it happen yeah. instead of just talking through it really helped him a lot. Yeah. So I kept on with it after that, of course, right? <laughs> now, does he know that he's Chingu? Like he's actually Chingu? No? He knows now. He watched one of the interviews. Oh, how old is he now? <laughs> um, well, in Korean age, see, here's the thing. There, there's Korean and there's English age, right? Okay. So in Korean age, he would be, what, 13. And in uh, English age, he's going to be 11. Wow, I did not know there was a difference between Korean and English age. Well, let's see. Is it, would it be 13 or 12? I get confused on Korean age. Yeah, Korean age starts at one. When you're born, you're one year old, not zero. Oh, wow. And then everybody has their birthday on the Lunar New Year. Oh, wow. <laughs> so I get confused. Oh, wow. That I never knew that. I learned something totally mind-blowing today. Yeah, wow. Yeah. But, you Wait. know, like that's like the best dad story ever. Like you should go on every dad podcast and show in the world because making that when, when you're 70, that's going to be great for you to sit and read and remember that, you know, that story of a time that, uh, that you had with your family. But imagine him reading that to his kids and obviously the inevitable is going to happen, right? You're no longer here because his kids are, you know, younger and, you know, you've, you've passed on because the years happen to all of us. And he can share that story with his children and help them get to know you a little bit more. Yes. Like, I, wow. I have thought of that. Yeah, that, that is wonderful. And I, I love the, the fact that when he reads to his kids, yeah. He gets to tell them like he maybe he hides it for the, the whole story. Yeah. And at the finish, he lets yeah. them know that, hey, Chingu, that's me at 10 years old. Yeah. <laughs> this is how I acted. These are the, the problems I had that I had that I needed to learn about. Right. Um, a very human moment. And yeah, that's yeah. wonderful that it's so multi-generational capable. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And and my dad wrote this for me to help me get through some times in my life and to share some of the moments that we 
got to be together. Like it's, it's inspirational. One, the story is phenomenally, it's funny, it's cute. It's just cool. And it's inspirational as well. When you think about why it was written and how it was written. Right. Yeah. I am. It's cool. I, yeah, <laughs> I never know what to say. I, yeah, it, I agree. It's cool. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I like that. Well, so what does your wife think about uh, all of the, the writing? Cause obviously it takes away from the family. Is, is it some, when, when she was written as a character in the book, did she like her character or was she like, no, you need to make me like this. You need to make me like this. Cause that's always something when you, when you, Take a character after a real person. Sometimes they have opinions, right? Oh, she likes her character. She likes That's Oma cool. Bell. Um, she she finds it cute because Oma Bell is her, but I also had to kind of bring her down to be a 10-year-old girl. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she definitely enjoys being Oma Bell and having that. And uh, kind of funny, like, there, there are... There, there's a hint in her name as to who she is because oh, wow. Oma in Korean means mother. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So she's Oma Bell because she's mother, um, because she is my son's mother. So she's yeah. Mother Bell in that case. Oh, see, I mean, there's all kinds of cool little things in there, right? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. There, there are little language things all throughout there. And so, um, I have Korean, uh, Korean students and Korean fans who have read the book who um, they, they say it feels like it's written specifically for them because really? they're studying English, okay. but they know Korean. So they get to read through and then they, they see a an obviously Korean word after they sound it out because it's written in English, right? Mm -hmm. And obviously Korean word and they get to kind of get have uh, the inside scoop on what's happening, what that really means. Like the character Chingu is based off the word Chingu. So I just split the word in half. Uh, the, the word Chingu means friend. Ah. Yep. Or peer. It can also mean peer or classmate. Oh. And so split it in the middle. It's Ching and Gu. First name Ching, last name Gu. And they, they really like that. And they find it funny because with the, the way Korean language works with names, you have to flip it. So if you translate it into Korean, it becomes Guching, which they think is hilarious because it breaks up that word. Yeah. Now, do you have like a um, a reference glossary or anything in the back of the book with all the Korean words that are in the book for English speaking kids to maybe learn those Korean words? No, but maybe <laughs> I should. <clears throat> that might be something cool because the Korean kids get to learn the English words that are in the book and, and recognize the Korean words. And now the English kids that aren't in Korea that aren't, that don't know that those, some of those words are Korean words. That would be super cool. Like, you're, like the genius of this book is just coming out more and more now. Like I read oh, the book, <laughs> I read the book, but I, I didn't know they were Korean words. I didn't know that part. And now I'm like, Oh, now I want to go read it again. Yeah, and now I want to take apart the book <laughs> and learn the words and what they really mean. Well, that that would help out too because I, I remember one review. I don't. I think it might have been on the first book where person um, said that she and her daughter very much liked it, but they they were confused about how to pronounce some of the names. Mm -hmm. And I thought in my head, well, yeah, they're they're not English names, so I can understand that. Yeah. But I don't know how to 
how to say that, right? And a glossary would help that. Yeah. Yeah. Understand oh. some of these names are um, Korean names and they're, you know, I don't, I don't know how you do that. I mean, the book's already great enough. So now how many books in a series do you have? Uh, depends on how you uh, rate them because we have four books in the series. Uh-huh. And also the, the Christmas poem that we made, we made that into yeah. a hardcover book. Get out. I need that. <laughs> is it is it available already? Yeah, it's available. Um, I put it up through Ingram Spark, so it should be all over the place. Um, I okay. also put up an ebook version, but I for some reason I can't. I have a hard time finding the ebook version. I put that <laughs> one up on Amazon, and I just can never find it. Oh wow! Yeah, it's really hard to find your own stuff on Amazon unless you go to your Amazon. Do you have your Amazon author page yet? Uh, yes. Yep. I have my Amazon author page. That's the only, that's the only place I can go to find my books. I can't search through it. I have to go to my Amazon, my author central page and all my books are there. That's the yeah. only way I can find any of my own stuff. <laughs> that's crazy, but I can't search for my stuff. Nobody else can either. I have to set up direct links. I totally get it. Amazon's a monster beast, but God bless them because I wouldn't be an author without them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They give us such a great opportunity yeah. for sure. Oh man, gosh! Yeah, we we put that one up. Um, that that was a lot of work, uh, but we knew we needed to do that because, um, both of us wanted a copy. Like uh, Warwick, he he went through too, and he made he he redid the pictures, just made this beautiful, very graphical hardcover for it, and we both wanted a copy for this next Christmas, so that we can read it to our families. <laughs> yeah when when you guys were doing that on the jingle books christmas party i was having i was laughing hard like if anyone can go back to books that make you jingle books christmas party and watch that video of when you guys were doing that i was cracking up like it was hilarious and now to know that it's on hardback i'm going okay well, I've got nieces and nephews. I have a great niece and I'm going, hmm, how many of these do I need to get for them? Because they need it for Christmas now. Yeah, it's a, it's a must buy for sure. And I'm like, oh my gosh, the picture of that for my Instagram is going to be amazing too. I wish I'd put that right next to my computer here so I could show it I off. That's I, okay, I have it in my bookcase. Yeah. Well, at the end of the show, we're going to put all the links so they can go and find it. Because yeah, they're going to okay. go find it. They're going to go find it. Then they're going to go and look on my Instagram because in a couple of weeks, I'm going to have it. So then they're going to be able to find it on, see the pictures on my Instagram. <laughs> so, um, so you have the four books out and the Christmas, uh, the hardback, the Christmas poem hardback, right? Yes. Yep. So what do you have coming up next? Um, here, I put a list here so I don't forget anything. There you go. <laughs> hey, work smarter, not harder. They taught us that in the military, right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. I am really happy I put this here because I would have forgotten some of this. So <laughs> we, we have uh, some projects happening as we speak. Um, Warwick, well, one day after the book came out, the, the hardcover, he talked about wanting to make some uh, some shirts and some tote bags and stuff like that for the Fairy Night series. 
and I said I would look into it. I I didn't know like you know what I could do about it, but I figured I'd I would see and see what what could happen there. And we found out that Amazon has something for that too. Mm. And so we've started making uh, Amazon merchandise, T-shirts, and uh, and I don't know, is it a tote bag? Well, you know, it's the this bag, the, the one that you carry and go shopping. That's a tote bag, right? Yes, tote bag, yeah. I think so. <laughs> there you go. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So we're we're making those and that's been a lot of fun. And um and yeah, we're we're definitely gonna order a bunch of those. Um I'm looking down here because what was the oh yeah, okay. This one's more of a son and I project. Um because well, my, cool. my son and I, we started working on putting some of those pictures from the fairy knights into a coloring book. Oh, yeah. Those characters yeah. are so cool. Kids are going to fall in love with them. They definitely need a coloring book. And I had a coloring contest for a while that uh, that a lot of the Korean kids got into. And they, they really enjoyed that. And I put up free uh, coloring uh, like PDFs up on the website. But not a lot of people got them from the website. So I, I, I was thinking, oh, you know, maybe they just want like this nice stylish coloring book that they can do it with. Because I understand that coloring books, they, they have that nice feel to them. It looks better, Carry them right? around, yeah. Yeah, so we're working on that. Um, and then we have two other projects that are in the works, but I'm not sure when they will finish up. There's mm -hmm. uh, book five, of course, coming up. And there's also an anthology idea. Uh, kind oh. of campfires from the fairy knights. I can't, uh, oh. various characters, good and bad, get to tell their own story based off their own personality, make their own little fairy tale. Yeah. That was, and, that's going to be a hit. And that, that one's a lot of fun, but we I had <laughs> put it on, um, I had to put it on hold for a little bit. I, I made a couple of tales. I got to make one from Chingu, which mm -hmm. obviously is from my son's point of view. And so that one's like, you know, um, Chingu, the, the, the best kid ever, the best kid hero ever. And there, there's some samurai fighting and a giant robot and all the stuff that a 10 year old kid would love. Right. Yeah. 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 That's cool. <laughs> Those are some cool projects. Those are going to be a hit. Yeah. I wrote down some, some notes here for myself to look out for. Now you said you had put some stuff on your website. What's your website? So I could type it in here. So the folks on Facebook and YouTube can see it, but the folks that are going to listen on the podcast next week, they'll be able to hear it from you. That is dameshandsome.com. Dameshandsome.com. Okay. I've got that in the, um, uh, in the, what's it called? The, the comments here. Gosh, my words left me. They just jumped right <laughs> out of my mouth and said, Nope, not right this second. And is all of your social, um, things on your website as well. So if people want to follow you and learn about your new upcoming projects and all that other stuff, is that, or is everything on your website, your links to your books and stuff as well? Uh, yeah. Yep. The books are okay. up there. Um, okay. I, I'm trying to think, do I have the Instagram up there? Maybe maybe I should put that up there. Yeah, what's that? Um, what is that? Uh, search for Dames Handsome on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> I've got Instagram up. Let's see if we could do that. Yeah, I, I made notes of things I can't forget, and that is not one of the notes I made. <laughs> I, I got you right here. Do you have a, a hamster workout tote bag? 
Yes, yes, I do. There you are. It's dames underscore handsome. Other sports just followed you. All right, nice. Thank you. There you go. I was on that profile, so I was like, yep, yeah, follow him. I'll follow you from my uh, other profile as well. So I've got your Instagram up there. What else do you have, Dames, that you want people to follow you and or um, check out that we can put up here for you? There's also a Facebook group. <laughs> I mean, on Facebook, there is Dames Handsome Author. Okay. Um, and there's a Facebook group, um, Kids Gamelets. Kids, oh, what's the name yeah my my the words um <laughs> same thing but if you type in kids gamelet as a search you can find that one and that that's a group i made for other authors who are trying to do the the sort of level up stories okay so that you know anybody any kids who are interested in it, it they, they can find other people as well okay kids gamelet yep perfect um, and there's one thing now that I think about it from the website. Um, I take kid submissions, like okay. any any kid who uh, wants to make their story official, as one person or as one kid told me, yeah, uh, and wants to see their their story up on a website. I will take those and I, I do put them up on the website as posts. Oh, so if anybody you. wants to read read some of them, like so, I would say they're all cute. Of course, yes. you know, they're, they're kids stories. They're, they're cute. Yeah. If anyone wants to read some cute stories, they can check those out. And if any aspiring kid author wants to make their story official, uh, my website's on my, my website's there. Just send me an email, send me the, the story. I'll put it up there, get some pictures put in there to make it look fancy. <laughs> That's awesome what you're doing for kids. Now, I know one thing you told me before we went live about your ebook that you just got put up on platforms. What did you Oh, you yes. tell the audience about that? Yes, I, I went on to uh, the Drafted Digital site and I was able to make the first uh, Fairy Books or Fairy Nights book one. I was able to make the ebook free. Oh, so. Sweet. Yeah, so that's that's um I don't know how long it will take to get to every website, but I do know for sure that it's already free on Barnes and Noble. Okay, and guys. Yeah, hopefully it'll spread out and hit everywhere else. And yeah, I, I'll let I'll let the book speak for itself. <laughs> yes. I I have reviewed the Fairy Knights book, and I'm telling you, you want to. You definitely want to and get you um, Google translate because some of the words that you don't know what they are, put it in Google translate and have it translate from English to Korean. And that's why you don't know. That's why you don't know. <laughs> that's right. And well, learn then... you some Korean. <laughs> <laughs> Dames, I've had an absolute wonderful time. I could talk to you forever. Cause I think, you know, we, we have kindred spirits in the kids lit genre. Um, my books aren't as detailed as yours, but I need to get on your level. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, is there you. anything that we didn't talk about here that you want to make sure that your audience hears from you before we head out for the day? Um, I'll be all official. Look through my uh, documents here quick. I know. I keep looking over <laughs> at my notes to see if there's anything I forgot to. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think that's it. I, yeah, yeah, that's everything that I can think of. Um, if there's anything to add in later, um, I, I'll just send it to you and you just tack it on. 
Yeah, just shoot us over on the email. We'll put it in the comments here and make sure that it gets out to everybody because that's what we're here for. We're here for the authors. And I thoroughly enjoyed talking to you today, getting to know a little more one-on-one -on -one information from you because the this, the premise behind this book, you know, the story with your family and why you wrote it and how it's going to be that legacy for your family, the legacy, you know, of teaching the the fairy tales from all these different cultures so that everybody can enjoy them is absolutely phenomenal. And I am excited to learn more about this series, not just the one book. It's not a one and done as I thought it was one and done. Now I'm like, okay, now I need to read the whole series because there's so much more to it. So thank you so much for bringing it into the world and sharing it with the author's porch. And thanks for being the last guest of the author's porch for now, because we, after today, we're taking a long pause in order to figure out some things. So guys, don't forget to go back and watch all of our previous episodes. We have, um, this is our second season, episode 30 something. I got to go back and look on our podcast to see what episode it was. So we have 50 episodes in season one, 39, 40 episodes of season two. So that's over almost, almost, 100 authors that we interviewed and you want to go back and get information from every single one of them because they have so much to share with you. Uh, today we uh, talked to Dames. Dames, do you have any advice you would give to another author if um, another author just, you know, wanted to do something like you're doing or just write a book in general? Yeah, the biggest thing about writing a book is not giving up on it. I keep keep going with it. A lot of people say they're going to write a book, say they want to write a book, and they get 10 pages in and quit. Yeah. Just you know, make whatever, even if you don't think it's good. There are there the uh that's what well, there are a number of resources out there to help you make it better. Just make the story first, then get people to read it, listen to their advice. Um, you can make a book, you can write a book. You just have to have the will to finish it. Absolutely. Great advice, Dames, and a great way to end a show and to end season two of The Author's Porch. And until next time, my friends, when we are willing and able to start season three, um, I'm CJ. This is Dames. Go read his book. Bye, Dames. We'll see you guys next time. Bye, everybody. Uh, goodbye, everybody. Bye. Author's Porch is a certified veteran-hosted podcast. Show your support. Tune in, share, and subscribe.